Welcome in to the Victory Sports Podcast. I am your host, Preston Victory. I am here today with another episode of Victory Sports Bet. We've got Joe O'Connell coming on the show this week, coming off a 5-0 performance on his gambling picks. So he is feeling white hot going into this week. We break down each of the upcoming NFL matchups. It is a great time. Some interesting discussions regarding the the Browns-Patriots game. I think that's definitely, without a doubt, the most exciting game of the weekend. Uh, Joe makes a pretty bold play on the uh, Titans and Saints game. I think he's on the wrong side, but he, he makes a very compelling case. Hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Joe, how's it going? What's up, Preston? Well, you know, just staying busy, as always. Yeah, that's good to hear. How about yourself? Doing good, good on a work trip this week, but get to drive back to Indy tomorrow. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, definitely. No complaints. Sweet. Well, let's go ahead and get into it if uh, you're ready. Yeah, I'm good to go. Sweet. Let's kick off with uh, Thursday Night Football. Ravens at the Dolphins. Ravens are favored by seven and a half points. Um, Lamar Jackson coming off another MVP type performance, in my opinion. I think he's the front runner. And the Dolphins had a weird situation with Tua not starting. Apparently, like there was something wrong with his finger. Um, I don't really like the line in this game, to be honest. What do you think about it? Uh, I mean, I did. Uh, I'll talk about it more later, but like this line doesn't make sense. Like, it is it? I don't understand. I guess like the Ravens did like play overtime last week and it was a short week, but like they're so much better than the Dolphins. It being seven and a half is a little weird to me. Like, I could see them winning like by two or three touchdowns here. Yeah. I mean, the only like reason, I mean, I agree with that. And I think the Ravens have tend to put like they this year they've played a lot of close games in general like I thought I would have said I would have bet that they would be in the Vikings by a touchdown like like a touchdown to 10 points last week so I could see if Tua plays um them keeping a little bit closer potentially within a touchdown but I agree with you I think this is I don't know this this line definitely confuses me if I were to say I would I usually like taking home dogs, but if I would want it to get closer to like nine or 10 before I consider taking Miami in this one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm with you. It just, I don't know. Like the dolphins. I mean, I, I don't know how you feel about two, but him being in doesn't really make a huge difference for me. Like, I don't think he's that much better than Jacoby. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't think he makes a huge difference. I know he's been playing a little bit better, but so I, I give him, I definitely give him an edge over Brissett, but yeah, I agree. Yeah, it just kind of – I don't know. It's a weird It's a weird line. I guess like a short week, you never really know. This is true. Uh, so who do you have uh, for your uh, player prop on this one? Uh, I took Lamar over one and a half touchdown passes. It just kind of – you feel like he's uh, kind of finding his rhythm like this year, especially he's showing himself as much more of a pure passer. I think he's – he had three last week, and I think he's probably gone over one and a half most times – like more times than not this season. And – I don't the the Dolphins pass defense isn't like not only they're going to be able to shut down Lamar. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. So like mine's actually like very similar as well. Um, it's, but instead of Lamar having over one and a half touchdowns, I've got him over two hundred and thirty-five yards passing on the game. Um, I think Miami's got a pretty decent secondary. Xavier Howard's a pretty good corner. They got. I think he he led the league in interceptions a year ago, but he's definitely just the team in general hasn't been playing well. And Lamar is just more than proven this year that he is very capable of destroying teams, not on the ground, not just the ground, but as well the air and looking at how many times Lamar's thrown more than a two touchdowns. Huh? It's actually not as often as you think he's only thrown more than a touchdown in two games this year. Oh, really? Yeah. So uh, last week he had three, um, 
couple of weeks before that he had had one in each and then against uh you might be thinking not to bring up a bad memory but the Colts game he had four touchdowns besides that it's all been one touchdowns or not for no touchdowns yeah I think him just dissecting the Colts when we were up like two touchdowns really is like burning in my memory yeah I mean he that, that was that was when I became convinced that he was an MVP candidate because I mean he he definitely eliminated some criticism of him where he can't play from behind so yeah all right all right falcons at cowboys cowboys are favored by nine and a half points i i like the spot big time especially since the line's under 10 uh for the cowboys here yeah i mean they kind of they definitely uh got embarrassed last week with that coming back and them losing as like a 10 point favorite uh pretty convincingly with like some with minus like like the Broncos got up like 30 to nothing at one point. I'm not sure exactly. I didn't watch the out as well in the scores. Um, but yeah, I like the Cowboys to bounce back here. I mean, they're just too much talent there for them to uh, lose to the Falcons. And I also, I mean, like with the Falcons, I think I, uh, I bet on the Falcons last week. I didn't, I didn't know they would win against the uh, Saints, but I think everybody's overreacting just a little bit. So like, especially towards the end of the game, they kind of reverted back to the, the old Falcons team that we know and love, the, the team that loves to blow uh, fourth quarter leads. And um, they tried to do it last week, and, you know, they were able to escape just fine. But, yeah, I don't trust uh, – I don't really trust the offense, really, even though it's led by Matt Ryan and you got Kyle Pitts, good combination there. But with Calvin Ridley out of the picture for now, um, I like the, the Cowboys' ability to take away – just like all they have to do is take away Kyle Pitts. And after that, there's nobody, there's no real difference makers on this Falcons offense. So I like the Cowboys to bounce back, especially with uh, Dak Prescott. I'm assuming he's, he's only going to get healthier from here. Yeah, definitely. I think there it's a good spot for them. Sweet. All right. Jaguars at Colts. Colts favored by 10 and a half points. I'm very much loving the Colts here. Uh, Jaguars are going to be completely overvalued. I, I mean, I love the Colts here. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, them beating the Bills as like a 14 point dog is probably giving them two or three points. Um, the Bills, I think, were also missing like two starting offensive linemen in that game. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't know. The Colts also have a really good offensive line, so I think they'll be able to neutralize that pass rush that was giving Josh Allen trouble. Um, and I think the Bills struggled a lot in that game because they weren't able to run the ball a lot. Um, like, I don't think Zach Moss, he maybe, I think he got hurt in that game, but he seemed like he only had like two or three touches. And uh, I don't, like Singletary is not, it's more like that uh, in the, involved in the pass game rather than being a running back. And Jonathan Taylor's really hit his stride over the last couple of weeks with uh, Frank Reich not like wanting to go away from him, getting him more touches uh, to keep him involved. Um, and the Colts also playing, Thursday night last week uh, definitely have like a lot of time to prepare for this and they need um, sitting at four and five they need to make up some ground here so this is a game that like if the Colts they're good they have enough talent to be a playoff team if they want to be in the hunt for like a wild card at the end I don't think they'll be able to catch Tennessee in the division they'll need to uh, just take care of business here I think it's at home long rest uh, Jaguars coming off a big emotional victory I think the Colts roll them again kind of like um, they did to the Jets before they almost gave up that backdoor cover. Yeah. I Yeah, one interesting note with that game, though, is Carson Wentz is, like, supposed to uh, – his wife's supposed to give birth to their second child, um, and it, okay. like, could happen anytime this week. So, I don't know. He said he's going to play regardless of if she's, like, giving birth on Sunday. So, I don't know. Uh, something to keep in mind for that. Hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'd say definitely – I, I know if I – if I had a kid on the way, I my mind would definitely be consumed by that. So I can only imagine what he's going through. So that is definitely something worth noting. Um, I want to note about Jonathan Taylor. So he is currently second in the NFL when it comes to rushing, and he's averaging just under six yards per carry. And I bring that up because I think, especially against the Titans a couple weeks ago, uh, if Frank Wright had stuck with him a little bit more, um, I think that would have been a huge part to uh, that would have made it would have definitely increased the chances of the Colts winning that game. I think as long as they stay committed to him and try to give him 
at least 15 carries, preferably 20. I'm looking at his uh, season touches right now. He has not carried the ball over 20 times once this entire year. Like his most was actually last week against the Jets where he had 19. And as a result, he had his best game in, in terms of total yardage. And he had his best game in terms of average yards per carry. So I think a big key for the Colts is to stick with Jonathan Taylor, not just, um, you know, don't rely on Carson Wentz too much. Run the ball with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, I agree with you. He's one of the better. He's like probably top three running backs in the league right now. Um, he's averaging like, uh, if you count like his total yards from scrimmage for like his receptions and his carries, it's like almost like seven yards every time he touches the ball. Like he's just incredible. Like the like with what he's able to do behind that line. Um, he's yeah, yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's going to be on pace with Henry out. I think he's kind of probably the favorite to get the rushing title now. Yeah, I, was, I think after this week, if assuming that the I trust the Colts offensive line to uh, do pretty good. I'm assuming Quentin Quentin Nelson's been back for a while. Is it, am I right with that? Yeah, so the Colts offensive line was pretty banged up the first couple of weeks of the year, but I think the last starting with the first Titans game was the first time they've had the all their starters back. With uh, Braden Smith was out uh, since like week one against the Seahawks. He'd been out until that Titans game. Um, okay. And it, Eric Fisher coming off of that Achilles injury is kind of looking like he's getting a step back. Okay. Yeah. I'll say that. I know left tackle, you guys are struggling, but um, as long as you got Quentin Nelson, I mean, that's, you know, good guy to run behind. So I definitely like the Colts to cover in this one. All right. Uh, Cleveland Browns at New England Patriots. I'd say this is probably one of the most interesting games of the week in terms of I don't know who's better than who. The line is at one and a half favorite towards New England. But on paper, I would say Cleveland has the better roster. What do you think about it? Um, I don't know. It's a tough spot to pick for me because um, obviously uh, the Browns have a lot of that talent. They're really good running game, but the Patriots seem like they've kind of hit their stride. They're not just like beating up on bad teams anymore. Like they beat the Chargers last week, and uh, I forget who they beat last week, but it was another uh, good win, I'm pretty sure. It was against a competitive team. They weren't just beating up on the Jets or the Dolphins. Um, so I think, yeah, it's going to be a really great matchup. You know, with the, uh, Odell being out of there, it's kind of like a little bit of addition by subtraction. I mean, I think Odell's a great player, but something just wasn't gelling with that locker room with him and Baker for some reason. So I think it's going to be a great matchup. I don't know. I'd probably, uh, probably, be, probably take the Browns here, I would say. Um, but I don't know. I probably would stay away from this game. It'd just be a good game to watch. I was, I would say normally I'm not one to favor running backs too much. I think the Titans showed, uh, last week without, uh, Derrick Henry, while Derrick Henry is valuable, he's definitely not the end all be all for a team. Uh, Nick Chubb for the Browns this week is out due to COVID. He uh, tested positive earlier this week, so he will not be playing in this game. Um, and I don't really like Baker Mayfield in uh, passing, like in situations where you know he's going to have to throw the ball. So because Belichick's so smart, like he's the best defensive mind in all football, I think I got to give the edge to New England. The biggest thing I worry about is will they be able to run the ball enough? Because Mac Jones is not, I wouldn't call him good enough to win a game on his own yet, but I have to trust Bill Belichick at home against Baker Mayfield, who as he's just, he has never been able to produce. He's like done good with his back against the wall in general, but like when you know he has to throw the ball and play action's not really a threat, he's just not the same quarterback. And I, I think I got to go with new England here, at least in this spot. Yeah. I mean, that uh, Durinus Johnson or Durinus, I've to pronounce his name. Uh, he looked good in that start he had against the Broncos a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, true. So, I mean, let's see. I don't really – I mean, their offensive line and their play calling is good enough to scheme uh, Johnson into spots where he'd be successful, as we saw against the Broncos. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be a good matchup. No, yeah, I definitely look forward to watching it. All right. Let's say Buffalo Bills at New York Jets. Bills are favored by 13 points. Um, 
I'm probably going to stay away from this game. I don't, the bills haven't been playing very well these past couple weeks. They didn't blow. They didn't look great against Miami, even though they found a way to cover. And then obviously last week against the Jaguars. I mean, the offense, like, I know you said one of their offensive linemen was out or a couple of them may have been out, but they just look a lot, all out of sorts right now. And so I don't, I don't trust them to cover, especially with, um, his name's slipping my mind now, the quarterback for the Jets. Uh, Davis. Uh, Josh Johnson is a starter, I think. Oh, Dave- I don't know if Mike White's back yet. Oh, yeah. Mike he got White. injured against the Colts. Um, but Josh Johnson looks, I think that's his name. Let me Google it really quick. But he, um, after the Colts got a big, he was driving, almost got them to cover. Like he put together a couple of pretty good uh, runs at the end. I think he ended up throwing for 300. Um, so I don't know. Maybe he's just like, he's been around the league for a while he's 14 years playing pro football so I don't know that's what I would think with the Jets is maybe um coming in but the guy wouldn't value that too much for the Colts whenever they get a big lead like that uh against the Titans and the Ravens they kind of drop into this like soft zone that lets like good quarterbacks and teams pick them apart Mm -hmm. um so maybe like some of that's just like garbage stats the Colts is just kind of like letting their foot off the gas defensively because uh, they don't really have much of a pass rush to, like, work those zones. Uh, um, so, yeah, I would probably take the Bills here if I had to, just kind of betting on a, bas- a bas- bounce-back game from Josh Allen. Like, they're just – Buffalo is just too good to lose to the Jaguars and then, like, put up another sinker against the Jets. I think if they have, like, aspirations of being um, – going deep in the playoffs like they came into the season with. Yeah. So I just looked online. So uh, say Mike White will be starting this week, and there's now talk about him being the starting quarterback moving forward. I think that in itself is a fascinating discussion because Zach Wilson um, should be coming back from injury here soon. And um, I know he didn't play all too much in the game against the Colts, but he looked really good when he did play. And so, I don't know. I, like if he's starting, I think I think I I got to roll with the Jets here, just because I mean he's look he looked good in his first start against Cincy, and then and then limited action he had against the Colts. I mean I know it was early and it was just I think it was just one drive before he got hurt, but yeah, I think he threw a touchdown in that game. I'm trying I missed the first part of it. Yeah, um, I know I know he started good. Yeah, he was starting out playing well, so just have to actually I don't it doesn't make it too big of a difference to me. Um, if it, I think, yeah, I mean, I guess he is definitely better than, uh, what's his face, Zach Wilson in my mind right now, just because Zach Wilson's kind of, I don't know, it seems like he's still learning the NFL game a little bit. Yeah, he, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I like him as a French. He seems like he comes across as a little cocky to me for being like a rookie in the NFL. Like the NFL is like known for humbling people. And I don't know, again, like it's just from a fan's perspective, but his body language and demeanor, it just, I don't know he's. I don't want to go too far with this comparison, but he does give me a, a couple, a little bit of Johnny Manziel vibes. I don't know, like just with his his attitude sometimes. So, I don't know. We'll see it. We'll have to see how that shakes out. Yeah, definitely. But the have to see how it goes. But yeah, I'm not. Um, yeah, I just the Bills kind of need this one. I that race in the AFC East is closing up with the. Um, Patriots too with the Bills dropping that game last week so I would say that yeah you probably bet on the Bills here to come back strong after that kind of stinker they put up last week no agreed all right another really interesting game the New Orleans Saints at the Tennessee Titans hottest team in the NFL and the Titans going up against the Saints team that definitely let a lot of people down, um, especially after their big emotional win um, over the Bucks. Um, Titans are favored by two and a half points. Um, professionals have come in on like have come in heavy on the Saints earlier earlier in the week. The line was a uh, minus three Titans. Um, it's now down to two and a half. So uh, this is a tricky one. I think I, I lean towards Tennessee here just because um, it's under a field goal. I trust them to win, and I don't trust the Saints quarterback situation. Yeah, I don't know. This doesn't make sense that it's a two-and-a-half-point line 
um, like just like on paper, if you look at, it. I guess like it depends. I mean, that's a the Titans. You keep just waiting for them to like have a letdown game with like they just keep having like big emotional win after big emotional win with like they come back against the Colts after being down fourteen points in the first quarter and then like beating the Rams after Derrick Henry is ruled out for the rest of the regular season. Um, so you just keep waiting for them to have a letdown game. So it's weird that it is two and a half for them at home. I guess it, to kind of value the Saints defense and what they were able to do against uh, the Buccaneers two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just seems kind of like a rat line to me. So I, I don't know. I don't want to be – it's tough to take a team that's only expected to win by three at home and pick the other one. But I guess by, by what I'm end up having to do. Yeah, I mean, I maybe betting a little bit with my heart too because I need this the Titans to keep uh start dropping some games. The Colts are going to catch them in the AFC South. Yeah, I mean, I definitely I love New Orleans defense. I like Cam Jordan, uh, Marshawn Lattimore or uh, Marcus Lattimore. I may be butchering that name, but um, their defense is is really good. Um, it's no secret that the Titans defense really won them that game last week um, out in LA. So they're going to need to keep, um, keep that up this week um, against the Saints offense that definitely started to find its groove towards the end of the game. Um, they might be adding o- Odell Beckham Jr. That was a rumor. Like he had, it was rumored that he had now narrowed it down to three teams and the Saints were one of them. And so I doubt he'll probably end up playing this week, but um, I definitely like as a Tennessee Titans fan. Um, there's no question that we're in a great spot to win the division, and I think we're going to do so. But it wouldn't shock me if this was uh, like the letdown game people were expecting. It just may have come a lot later than expected. Yeah, I don't know. Rabel does such a good job of getting the like getting his team up for every game, though. Like regardless of what it was, like they just kind of he's really good at getting like guys on hot streaks. As like a couple years ago when they went on that run up to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, nice. Def, he's he's definitely the I definitely say he's one of the more more old school coaches out there when it comes to just his mentality and how he runs things. And like you know, like not many teams like to be run first, but the Titans are. They're definitely the exception. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah, look forward to watching that. Buccaneers at Washington football team. Buccaneers are favored by nine and a half. Do you have any initial thoughts on this game? Yeah, Bucks all day with this one. The Washington football team is god-awful. They Heineke, whatever he had, I think people still like, are thinking about that uh, game they had against the Buccaneers a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, he's no, I don't, they're something with their defense is off. Like they have so much talent, but it's still so bad. I don't know what's up with Washington, but I would take a bet against them for a while until you got to see something out of them. So there are two very conflicting stats in this game I saw, and I'm, ch- I will be, in on this game and I will be on the Washington football team. The Buccaneers are, have not covered yet against the spread on the road. They're and four, I believe, or like they're either and four or and five. And the Washington football team has one of the worst cover rates in the league and they've been dropping games. So I think at this point that they are undervalued and the Buccaneers are obviously still, seen as like very valuable and are overvalued. And when you combine that with the fact that they haven't covered at all on the road, like even when they played the Eagles, um, the Patriots, like some teams that they're definitely better than I like the Washington football team in this situation to cover, not to win, but definitely cover in the spot. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot of points, so got to keep that in mind, but yeah, I don't know. Say so I, I would like it. I would definitely like the number to be at 10. I would feel a lot better because 10 is a key number, but um, nine and a half is good enough for me. I'll, uh, I'll definitely take it at that. Right. Lions at Steelers. Steelers favored by eight and a half points at home after a 
pretty lucky win over the the Bears. I think anybody who watched or paid attention to that game, you didn't even have to watch the full game to get a an idea that the refs were not um, the 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 officiating that game was not good at all, and the ridiculous taunting penalty that was um, against the Bears that definitely benefited Pittsburgh um, may have result that definitely would have affected the outcome. So. Steelers got a little lucky last week, and um, yeah, now they're favored by eight and a half against a lowly Detroit team. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Detroit's bad. Like, there's no doubt about it. Um, Are you going to bet them? Because you bet them before. I did bet them before. I don't know why I thought against the uh, – I took them against the Eagles, right? That was – I don't know. <laughs> That seemed like if they were going to get one, it would be that game. So I don't, I don't know when it would be. I they feel like they've covered a decent amount of times this year, uh, just because they feel like they're always like ten point underdogs because of just like how bad they've been. I don't know. I probably won't end up taking them um, as one of my five picks. I don't know if I'll take them outside of that, but I don't know. The Steelers, I, they're good defensive team, but yeah, that game against Chicago was wacky. With uh, them covering when they – or with them winning when they probably shouldn't have they didn't cover. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I'm, maybe a T-spot with teasing the Steelers down to two points here and then taking that with another team. Mm-hmm. I would say I – my thoughts on this one, uh, when you look at the over and under, it's at 42 and a half. This is on FanDuel. And – with a spread that big, it doesn't typically make sense that an over-under is that low, but the spread is that big of a difference. And, um, wow. Yeah, because that would be what, like, I don't know. Like 30, they would, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, or like 24-15 or something like that would be where they're putting it, 24-14, something around there. Yeah, exactly, and so – that doesn't seem to make sense to me. So I, I definitely like Detroit here. Um, the line was a little bit higher early in the week, earlier in the week. I think the professionals bet it down because they put so much money on the Lions early in the week. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd say I, I would take the Lions, but obviously proceed with caution because Jared Goff against the Steelers' uh, front seven is definitely scary. Um, the Lions need they need a quarterback. I think it's I think anybody who's watched them can agree with that. And um Jared Goff is just not it. But this Lions team is, I mean, they tend to surprise you. I mean, you know, they should have uh beat the Ravens. Um they've had a couple of like, you know, heartbreakers when it comes to long field goal attempts to beat them. So and I think I, I gotta roll with the Lions here, despite even though it's even though it's tough. You know, we got to do it. Yeah, I just – the over-under is 42. That's, like, not a lot of – that's not expecting a lot of points in it. And so, for them to cover eight points with it staying around 42 as a total would be tough to do. Yeah. We'll see, though. It is the Lions. Only the Lions can figure out a way to accomplish that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Vikings at Chargers. Chargers uh, favored by three points. Um, say Kirk Cousins. Um, he's great to bet on in the noon game. Outside of that, um, he's okay sometimes, I guess, in the in the afternoon slot. But um, I like the Chargers a lot here. Yeah, I think the Chargers kind of they uh, ended up like a good one against the Eagles last week on the road. Um, I think they're kind of getting back. The Herbert struggled a couple of games, um, but I think they're kind of getting their groove again, offensive or as a team. So I would, yeah, I like the Chargers here as well. Yeah, I think the Vikings. I don't know. I get, and I just get the sense that there's a there's a lot of frustration there, and they've got a pretty good roster. I mean, you've got uh, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen as like uh, your receivers. It's a pretty good wide receiver combo. I know. Um, most teams in the league would love to have that. And um, Dalvin Cook, who's injured somewhat often, but he's still, I'd still say he's like relatively available. And they just, they can't seem to find ways to, to win games. I mean, defense is, hasn't been great this year, but they're, I don't think they're, they're necessarily bad. And 
I don't know. I wonder if this is uh, Zimmer's last year as the coach because they've just been, I mean, they've just been underperforming. And I just, I, I, I can't trust this Vikings team to close out a game. So that's why, I mean, not the Chargers are that much better, but I think with the quarterback playing Justin Herbert, I've got to roll with the Chargers. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, you got to kind of take the Chargers here. Sweet. All right. Panthers at Cardinals. Cardinals favored by 10 and a half points. We do not know. I will confirm this here in a second, but I do not know if Kyler Murray is going to play this game because I know um, last week, obviously, Colt McCoy stepped in and filled in very admirably. And um, he shocked everybody. Yeah, they. Uh, that was. I didn't expect them to win like that against the Niners. I think the Niners were favored by uh, four or five points once it came out that he wasn't going to be playing, or Murray wasn't going to be playing. Yeah, so right now it's still – I just checked. So it's still not 100% sure whether he's going to play. He is feeling a lot better than he did last week because last week he was um, in a walking boot like the entire week. And so um, definitely a good sign for the Cardinals. Um, I mean, honestly, if I were them, I'd consider just like sitting like Kyler Murray, like Murray, regardless whether he can play or not, because um, his ability to just run and make plays with his feet, I think, is what really truly makes him an elite quarterback. And um, if he can't do that, there's no sense in risking it against the Panthers, who are just at this point. I mean, I mean, that's just pathetic. Like they're awful. I mean, Sam Darnold is trash. He's I know he's got a. He's got an injured shoulder now, so P.J. Walker is going to be starting for them. Um, I don't think that – I honestly think that might actually help the Panthers' chances to cover here, but um, their offense is just sad. It's sad to watch, and I think ultimately the Cardinals are just a better team. Um, I do worry a little bit about the uh, the drop-off. Um, Cliff Kingsbury tends to experience all the time towards the, the latter part of the year. Like, if you look at um, – his history as a head coach, his teams always finish the season poorly. Um, it's This is going back to his college days, not just um, his NFL days and coaching. So I worry a little bit about that, but Cardinals taking care of business here. I think I, I'll even take them in the spread. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough to bet the Cardinals as favorites. They're like, whenever they're favored in a big spot like this, you have them like a tease or a money line parlay. It seems like they just kind of uh, wet the bed and like, find like some crazy ways like to lose yeah but um yeah i'll be interesting panthers i mean they gave up a second round pick for darnold so i wonder what they're going to do in the offseason like this uh upcoming draft is not as they don't have as much depth at the quarterback position as last year's draft so there's definitely some yeah. um, potentially quarterback needy teams, and I just I don't know outside of like maybe the, like the first couple, um, the kid at from Liberty, and uh, I know I think it's Boston College's quarterback is like are considered like some of the top prospects, but I know yeah I think the top two are the Ole Miss quarterback Matt Corral and then uh, Sam Howell from UNC. So I think some of the mocks I've seen from super early mocks, obviously I've seen him going like both of those guys in around top. 10-ish, like 7 and 10 maybe were the last one I saw. So if they're around there, I can see them taking a quarterback. But um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, I Maybe uh, P.J. Walker was on the – he was on the Colts practice squad for a while, and there was a lot of – some buzz around him. Um, and, so I, yeah, I don't know if this is really a downgrade for them at quarterback too much of the way Darnold was playing. And I think also this will be McCaffrey's second game back from his um, – hamstrings and maybe that helps uh him get uh, the offense get elevated a little bit because he's obviously a big step up from Chubba Hubbard no yeah absolutely and say I mean I don't know I'll definitely be rooting for the Panthers um one other thing to add about PJ Walker he was he played in the XFL before it got shut down uh like due to COVID but so you know potential fun little story here this weekend all right Seahawks at Packers. Packers favored by three and a half. I believe Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Um, Packers are also one of the uh, potential destinations for Odo Beckham Jr. Um, no word as of yet if he's going there. 
I I personally think that this is the best spot for him is the Packers with Rodgers, Devontae Adams, take a little bit of load off of him. But uh, I like the Packers to take care of business here and roll. Honestly, three and a half doesn't seem like much against uh, Geno Smith. Yeah, so we're, is this in Seattle? Uh, no, it's at Green Bay, which makes it even more bizarre because, like, yeah. home field I mean, maybe, is typically a three-point difference. Yeah, maybe maybe take it now and hope. But, yeah, but they're probably at three and a half because I don't know when Roger is supposed to come off the COVID list. And obviously, he wouldn't have practiced for two weeks with that, but I don't think it matters for somebody uh, at his stage of his career with, like, how good he is as a quarterback. Uh, so, I think maybe bet it now and, like, hope that um, maybe Jordan Love has another, like, week of practice if he is the starter to cover three and a half against Geno Smith and the Seahawks, which are kind of, like, falling downhill with Russ being out. Um, I think Russ maybe is going to – has a chance to play in this game. I'm not sure. Yeah, one second. I'm, conf- I'm confirming that real quick. Um, so, let's say Will- Russell Wilson is full go at practice. So that is definitely a good sign. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything at the moment. Um, they may want to. Um, they may want to play it safe with them just to make sure, like long term, he's healthy. But um, as of now, there's no announcement on whether he or Geno Smith will be starting. If it's Geno Smith, then. Definitely take the Packers uh, minus three and a half, I believe. I know Aaron Rodgers said he was feeling a lot better. Um, it was on uh, Pat McAfee's show earlier this week, so that gives good indication that he will be able to play. Um, if it's Jordan Love, then I would probably stay away because, I mean, he he could do anything against a bad Kansas City defense, like Kansas City defense. So that's my – Yeah. I mean, you also have to kind of had to kind of wait and see for that. A lot of, I mean, like a, the line if it's uh, Rogers versus Russ, three and a half kind of makes sense. But I don't really know if it's Russ versus um, Jordan Love or Jordan Love versus Gino or Gino versus um, Rogers. It probably moves like respectfully for the teams that have the starting quarterbacks out of the backup. No, oh, yeah, especially Ramin. Yeah, especially Rogers and um. Wilson. Yeah. All right. Eagles at Broncos. Um, Broncos favored by two and a half points. Um, Yeah, this game I can't seem to figure out because the Eagles, they'll play well, but they'll play well well one week. They'll play terrible the next. Um, Broncos came out of nowhere last week and just dominated the, the, the Cowboys. Um. I guess I would lean Broncos just because they're at home and it's under a field goal right now. They're only favored by two and a half and most games tend to be decided by three, four, six, seven, or 10 points. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know with this game. Yeah. It's, I mean, like I said, there's not much, we don't need to spend much time on it. Um, like I said, just two very below average teams fighting it out. All right, Chiefs at Raiders. Chiefs are favored by two and a half against the Raiders. How is this team still favored by, like, favored at all in any game? Um, Like, I get Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, but I think people need to start realizing that, like, they're not what they were two years ago. They, They just aren't. They put up 13 points against the Packers. Like, that's not good. Yeah, I think it's it's hard to like pick against them after seeing like how good they have been. But uh, I don't know. That's would be the only reason they keep favored. Just like you're giving them like the benefit of the doubt with like their past success. But like I don't like they probably covered maybe I don't even know how maybe one or two spreads this year. I think they're five and fifteen in their last like twenty games against the spread. Like something just very very bad. I know they're I think they're the second worst in the NFL. Um, this season when it comes to cover rate I think only the Washington football team has been worse if I'm not mistaken this is, this is according to uh, Barstool uh, Sportsbook 
Yeah, so worst uh, season-long cover. Washington football team is the worst. Kansas City is the second worst at 22% cover rate. So, yeah, I like the Raiders here. I actually like them just to flat-out win the game. Um, you know, I think they get back on track. If they if Derek Carr doesn't throw a pick six, then um, the game would have been tied at the end of regulation. I think the Raiders would have ultimately prevailed. Yeah, I like – I don't know. I mean, I probably – is this in uh, Kansas City? Uh, no, it's at, in Las Vegas. Yeah, I definitely probably lean to the home dog here. And maybe just like until the Chiefs prove that they're the Chiefs again, I'm not going to bet against or bet, bet on them. Yeah, agree. All right, last game on the, the schedule, the Rams at 49ers. Rams favored by four points after um, getting embarrassed on Sunday night against the Titans. Um, Stafford, um, like the Titans got to him a couple times. Um, I was like looking at like the, the second pick, especially it was a, it was a bad read on his part. Um, like he read cover three, which meant um, usually the hitch route is, is a gimme. And um, but Bayard knew that and read Stafford. And so that led to the pick six. Um, yeah, this is interesting. I think this is a good bounce back spot for the Rams. I definitely would say they, they got a pretty good chance to, uh, not only like go to the Super Bowl, but Super Bowl, but win it. Um, and I don't know. I like, I like this team in general. I like, uh, like Sean McVay and his, his coaching style to kind of get this team turned around and, you know, rebound nicely against this 49ers team. Yeah, is this in LA? Uh, no, it's in San Francisco. Um, yeah, I don't. There's something crazy stat where like the 49ers have lost like ten or so straight games at home. Really? Huh. Interesting. Yeah, something nuts like that. So I would. Uh, yeah, I'd probably stay with the Rams here as a bounce back game. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know. I mean. I definitely like the home dog in the the, the 49ers, but um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I saw looking right now, so they're 0 and 4 right now this year at home currently. Like have not won a game yet. Um I could see them it being close just because the 49ers are, are getting pretty desperate at this point. They're three and five, and if they want any hope of um staying in the playoff race, they're they're gonna need a game like this. And I could see the upset happening, but I just, I mean, I, I just, I can't trust uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Offense is too inconsistent. They're getting injury, injuries on the defensive side. It just doesn't bode well. And I love the Rams defense as well as, I mean, the offense. Yeah. Will, um, will Von Miller be playing in this game? Let me confirm that. Um, I know he was supposed to play last week against the Titans, but then, I think it was on Saturday. Um, like for some reason, like the ankle just wasn't healing up enough, so they pulled him out. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not seeing any updates on whether he's pl- gonna play on Sat or on Sunday, but um, yeah, I'm like n- no updates as of yet. I would probably expect for him to play considering the reports like at least early in the week indicated that he would play. So maybe he was close, just not, they wanted to make sure that he's ready to go for the playoff run. Cause the Rams are, I mean, there's little doubt at this point that they're going to make the playoffs. So I think they might be playing a long game by just making sure that he's healthy. If I, if I had to guess at this point. Yeah. Then I, uh, I like the Rams here. Yeah, sweet. All right. So that concludes, um, this week's slate of NFL games, a couple of exciting ones. Definitely most excited. I'm most excited for the Browns and Patriots game. Um, I think that will be a a very telling game in terms of where the Patriots are and you know where the Browns season is going. Um, obviously, love the way that they responded last week against the Bengals. Um, Patriots have been on a roll lately. I think. Like I said, I definitely lean towards the Patriots just because I think they know more so who they are versus the Browns, but we shall see. Uh, Joe, do you want to kick us off with your five uh, gambling picks of the week? 
Yeah, my five picks. I'll start with my Thursday night prop. I'm taking, like I mentioned earlier, Lamar Jackson over one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, along with that, my favorite. Um, I might be walking into a trap here with the taking the square play, but Baltimore uh, might lay in seven and a half uh, on the road to Miami. I mean, they're just the it, Ravens are good. The Dolphins are bad. It doesn't make sense that it's only seven and a half. They're going to win by it. At least ten points, in my opinion, probably two touchdowns. Um, moving on to that, my dog. Um, I'm taking the Saints on the road in Tennessee, uh, plus two and a half. I think it just has to be a letdown at some point for the Titans. Yeah. Um, and like I don't know, the Saints just seem like their defense will be able to um, take away some of the passing game uh, from Tannehill and make. Uh, excuse me, make them like winning on the ground with uh, Adrian Peterson. So, and uh, McNichols. So we'll see with that one. It seems like kind of the, that's like going the, the sharp play. It seems like, like everybody else would take the home team. That's uh, number one in the AFC lane to an, or lane two and a half at home. Yeah. Um, my over, I'm taking over 47 and a half uh, with the Jaguars uh, playing the Colts in Indianapolis. Um, I think the way this game will go, if it's similar to the game the Colts played last week, the uh, Colts will get a big, probably like three touchdowns or so. Um, the offense seems to be clicking, and then they'll go into that soft zone and let uh, Trevor Lawrence get some cheap, easy touchdowns towards the end to get out of these over. Uh, my under 54.5 in the Falcons-Cowboys, just too many points for me. I don't think they're going to get close to it, I think. Bounce back game for the Cowboys defense after kind of getting embarrassed by the Broncos. I think they'll show up. Um, so just too many points in that game. Sweet. Like it. And then um, you said your favorite was the Ravens, right? Yeah. Seven and a half. Got you. I said, I definitely, I understand the Ravens play a lot. I'd like uh, your underplay, especially given, um, I think given the way the Dallas Cowboys offense looked last week, I still think they're um, they're definitely an elite offense, but I think, you know, you don't just recover from that and like just bounce back like nothing happened. So it might take them a little bit to get back up to where they were before uh, Dak Prescott's injury. And then the Falcons are just bound to come back down to earth because it's the Falcons. Like they're, they're not that good. Um, way too inconsistent. I think last week was a little bit of an anomaly when it comes to their performance. I can't say I love the Saints uh, pick at the Titans. I understand it, but um, yeah, like I said, I'm definitely psyched for that game. I think that'll be a, one of the more fun watches of the weekend. But um, good picks, Joe. So my gambling picks for the week, I've got for my favorite, I've got Colts minus 10 and a half um, against the Jaguars. I think uh, Jaguars are going to be overvalued after their win over the uh, Bills and the Colts will roll. So um, I agree that the Jaguars could sneak in a backdoor cover. However, I, um, I don't trust Trevor Lawrence right now to take advantage of that. He's looked pretty bad these past couple of weeks. I mean, he did nothing to deserve the win uh, against the Bills last week. He, I mean, the Bills just kept turning the ball over like nobody's business. And so I like – uh, Colts take care of uh, their business there. Uh, my underdog, Buccaneers at Washington football team. Washington football team, plus nine and a half. Buccaneers have not covered the spread once while on the road. My over is uh, Ravens at Dolphins, over 46. I think Lamar uh, Jackson's going to light it up. And I think, assuming that Tua plays, that the Dolphins offense is, is going to be pretty good. Again, whether it's uh, Jacoby Brissett or Tua, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. However, I definitely would prefer Tua under center for this, but I can easily see both of these teams eclipsing over 20 points. And so the way the math works out, I think it's going to be a little bit over. Um, under right now, uh, this could change depending on who the uh, starting quarterbacks are, but the Seahawks at the Packers under 49 and a half especially if, um, I mean, if Geno Smith and um, Jordan Love both play, then that's my favorite uh, bet of the week for sure. 
Um, I think Rogers is going to play and Geno Smith is going to start for the Seahawks. That's what I'm hearing right now. So I like uh, Packers to blow them out and keep that under 49 and a half. And then my player prop is Lamar Jackson over 235 and a half yards passing. I think he will light up the Dolphins secondary and continue his MVP campaign. Yeah, I like the uh, I like that under a lot. If you if Jordan Love ends up starting, um, maybe Rodgers has like a setback with coming back from the COVID protocol or something, or even that he just hadn't touched football uh, or like had a practice of the team in two weeks. So even that, maybe they'll be a little rusty. And obviously, Geno Smith playing, um, it definitely lowers that total a little bit for me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I feel good. We got to catch. Uh... Got to catch Cam this week. So Cam is uh, – he's up big on the leaderboard right now. But, you know, Joe and I, we're, we're in the fight. We're in the process of climbing our way back in. We've got a lot of season left to go. And, you know, you can't – at least when it comes to betting, I've – so far, when like um, the time that I've been in, you, know, you can't get too focused on the immediate results. You got to trust what you're doing and uh, stick to your guns. That's how you – get results in the long run. Yeah. I mean, five and a last week, looking to keep the rolling this weekend, but we move up out of fourth. I've been there for a while. Oh yeah. I was going to say, I think, yeah, you and I are tied now, actually. I think, I mean, technically I, yeah, okay, I have a push or like technically, but like we have the same, like, like uh, total number of hits. So no, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. I'm looking forward to it. I feel pretty good about my picks. Um, hopefully, I can go 5-0 and for the first time this week. I've had a couple of 4-1 and weeks, so I know. We'll see, but I feel good. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, Joe. Really appreciate it, and uh, safe travels back to Indianapolis tomorrow. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Have a good one. All right. See you, Preston. See ya. Bye. hope you guys enjoyed today's episode a lot of great discussion always enjoy having joe on uh his colts are struggling right now but you know they had a big win last week and you know take care of business this, this week i'm certainly counting on it got the colts minus 10 and a half as i uh previously said but um hope you guys enjoyed that Hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and yeah, we'll talk soon. Have a good one.